they just hit us with a Von Miller trade at, at yeah. 9.30 in the morning. That's a, that's a nice little present coming in on a Monday morning. Your connections with the Rams to hold off on this until we got closer to the <laughs> yeah, show is unbelievable. my muscles a little bit. Unbelievable. Right? I, just, I, called, uh, I called Les Snee and I called Kevin Dink. I said, guys, sure. can you just put that in your back you pocket? You even call him. You texted him. About 9.30 or so. Yeah. And then you can just kind of leak out so we'll be the first ones to do it. It's exciting. It's exciting. Von Miller obviously is a huge name. Von Miller is a, an incredibly impactful player uh, throughout his career. Maybe he's not that guy the way that he was a handful of years ago, but it's still Von Miller on a defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Floyd and Sebastian Joseph Day when he gets back from his injury that all of a sudden that Ram defense that has been you know opportunistic, I think is probably the best way to put it. They get stops when they need to get stops, but they give up a lot of yardage. Now, all of a sudden, Vaughn Miller's going to get a lot of one-on-one coverage. He's going to get a lot of one-on-one blocking, and it feels like an opportunity for them to do what they've done with Dante Fowler, to do what they've done with Jalen Ramsey, make a trade at that deadline that helps them in the short term, if maybe not the long term. Yeah, it's funny when you put it as, okay, he's not the Vaughn Miller he used to be. He doesn't need to be. He that's, does not. That's the whole point. The whole point is Vaughn Miller can now come to a team where there's a lot of attention on other defensive players. That's that's kind of the beauty that the Rams are in, and you've said this a couple times. If there's one thing that the Rams and the Dodgers, actually you can put the Lakers in this category as well. Sure. If they smell we got a shot at this thing, let's go freaking all in. And there's plenty of examples of franchises out there that just kind of hover around the, they're not ready to go all in. They're still kind of nickel and diming. They're still doing things that um, doesn't increase their chances to either win a Super Bowl, World Series, NBA championship. So this Von Miller thing, listen, I, I don't know what, what version of Von Miller you're going to get, but defenses or offenses cannot scheme just for Von Miller. Now you're, it's kind of like he becomes the outlier out of yep. this whole thing. You're worried about all these other players, and oh, by the way, Von Miller's there. Yeah, the, the trade for Kenny Young makes a lot more sense all of a sudden, where they traded him uh, last week, and you're thinking, okay, they want to get Ernest Jones in there. It makes a little sense, but Kenny Young was having a pretty good year, and all of a sudden he's gone. Obviously, this was the the end game of all of that. Um, I talked with Kirk Morrison, who does the Rams pregame, halfgame, and postgame show with me. Um. And, and he said something that he said before, that when it was Dante Fowler or when it was uh, Leonard Floyd or when it was Ndamukong Sue or these guys that come over from other places to join this Rams defense, they don't have to be the baddest man in the room. No. Von, Von Miller's been the baddest man in that defensive room from the moment he got to Denver, basically. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that makes that thing go. Well, that's Aaron Donald. That's Jalen Ramsey. Those, are the, those two guys are the baddest men in the room. And that you just get to be, and I don't mean this derisively at all, I mean this in almost a, a complimentary sort of way, if I just have to be a guy, if I just have to be myself, I don't have to be a Superman, I don't have to be an all-pro level guy on every single snap to impact this game the way that he did a few years ago, who knows what that looks like? That could be amazing. And all of a sudden, getting more pressure on the quarterback takes a little bit of the pressure off the secondary. Because if you look at what the Rams have done through the first eight weeks of the season, and they're 7-1, and one, so we're kind of nitpicking a little mm-hmm. bit here. But their, their, their secondary play has been okay. You know, To put Jalen Ramsey aside, he's on, a, on another planet. He's not a part of this. But we go around, whether it's Long or it's Rochelle or it's, it's Dion or, or Taylor Rapp in, the, in, the, in, in Fuller and all of these other guys that they've had in there, it's been somewhere between not great and average. This is going to help that because the quarterback's going to have less time. I wonder how much, if you look at the scope of the NFL right now, there's not, if, if I said right now, what team stands out most? Is there a lock? Like if I if I told you to give your we do this and this is part of the million dollar um, giveaways that we do on Mondays. We, we ask the listeners pick your Super Bowl pick. It's funny as the season has progressed, 
every single week we're getting different. In the beginning, it was very KC. A lot of KC. Very Tampa. Tampa heavy. Or even Rams heavy. And then as the season's progressing, now it's like, okay, we'll go Buffalo. No, no, we'll throw in. They're throwing out different teams. I just mentioned that, Trav. The NFL is wide open right now. So the Rams going out and saying, okay, we are not the clear-cut decisive. We're going to get to the Super Bowl. We're not the clear-cut. We have a two, three-game advantage in our division. There are a lot of teams kind of on similar levels, the upper echelon of the NFC, upper echelon of the AFC. Okay, I love it because of the reason that you said, that they're going for it, right? They realize we're 7-1 and one at the halfway point, quasi-halfway point, 17 yeah. games. We are as good as anybody else, and we're as good as Arizona and Green Bay and Tampa and Dallas. We're, we're on their level. We probably need to get a little bit better defensively. Let's go for it. Who's out there? Vaughn Miller. Let's go for it. Same way they went Jalen Ramsey, Dante. They've made moves at the trade deadline. Under, under Sean McVay. They, in the Sean McVay era, because they've been very good, yeah. they've been very aggressive at the deadline, and I absolutely like it. Buyers and sellers, right? Well, Denver selling. Here's the flip side of this. and yep. the, the price going out to Denver are two second-day draft picks, which means second and third round, right? So it's probably one of each. We'll, we'll get the details as they start to come in. Here's what the Rams have in the draft next year. Now, keep in mind, I'm going to start by saying this. Who cares if you win the Super Bowl, right? right. You're, you're picking way down in each particular round, and you've just won the Super Bowl. That's a pretty good start. But here's what they have coming sure. in. They do not have a first-round pick. They yeah, traded it to the skip Lions. Skip that day. They do not have a second-round pick. They traded it to the Broncos. Show up to New York. Uh, <laughs> where are they doing the draft uh, next season? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know where it is. Yeah. We'll Show up a couple days late. <laughs> <laughs> Third-round pick. No, traded to the Broncos. Okay, now they do have a different third round pick because Brad Holmes with who's in uh, Detroit, they got a compensatory pick there, so they will have a late third round. pick. You know how there's, you know how they have the draft rooms, and they they show the draft rooms, and it's Belichick in his kitchen, <laughs> stuff like that. McVay and Snead aren't even there. Like the first the couple beach. days, there's just a camera, and there's nobody around. <laughs> Cobwebs on the desk. They didn't even connect to Zoom. They didn't even connect to Zoom yet. Fourth round pick. No, that's traded to the Texans. Fifth round pick. You've got your fifth round pick, so that's good news. Sixth round pick, you've traded it to the Patriots. And the seventh round pick, you do have a seventh round pick, and you have one from the Dolphins as well. So this can work. Mm -hmm. It likely will work. He's a a very, very good player still. But the exposure you have – and look, this is how they run their team, and I love it. I love it. Hey, Jared Goff isn't cutting it. Let's go get – who can get Matthews? Okay, two first – ooh, that's pretty – Forget it. Let's do it anyway. That They're going for it, Slee, and this is another example of a team that realizes they are one of the teams in the hunt, not yep. the only team. But yep. now I, I don't wonder if let, – let's put it, put it to you this way. Let's assume that Vaughn Miller is the best version of Vaughn Miller that you get. They have to be the front runner at this point, right? If he can come in and be 90% of the best Vaughn Miller, the Rams go from one of four or five teams in the NFC to probably near the top of the pile in the NFC. Okay, so Arizona – the Packers, yep. Tampa, who lost yesterday, yep. which Dallas. is fine. Uh, they're in Dallas, yep. right? Those are the those are the teams. I think if you said right now, throw all those teams in a tournament, I think Arizona probably has less stock, in my opinion. I Especially just, I, with Kyler limping around. Okay, I think they're going to have less stock. I think the Packers, you're always worried about. The question is going to be, where is that game going to be? Mm-hmm. Right, if it's in Lambeau, I think it's a big advantage for you know, obviously for the Pack. No question. Tom Brady in any game. I don't love it. I think he's going to be on the other side <laughs> I, I of it. I don't love it. Yeah, right? I don't like seeing him. And, and the Cowboys, I, I'm not sure. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure about the Cowboys. I think, I, I think exactly they're in a right. very, very uh, comparable, or they're in a very beneficial division as well. So just kind of take all that, put it in a nutshell. The the reality is, you know, you, you mentioned something. And I think this is 
I think this is really important to point out. You said that, okay, they're not going to have a draft pick for however long it's going to be. Listen, I, I, I get it. If you're the Dodgers at the trade deadline, you went out and you gave yourself a much greater chance of winning the World Series, right, when you're the Dodgers at the trade deadline. I'm not telling you that the Russell Westbrook move is going to work. Lakers went all in this offseason. I get draft picks are, are very valuable for your, your team's future. But, Trav, if you're not going all in when you have that chance, the last thing that you want to do is sit back and kind of say to yourself as a franchise, did we just you know hold on to a couple chips that we shouldn't have held? Like, was that the difference of us winning it all or not? Even if the, even if the Rams don't win a Super Bowl, I guess the point I'm making is that you should feel good as a Rams fan that this is what your squad is trying to do every single year. No no difference here with uh, Vaughn Miller. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. You can be a part of the show as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Vaughn Miller trade. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. That number, 877 Three seven seven six. One more time. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. It's funny how we were kind of ch- chatting a little bit this morning, getting ready for the show, and we we're talking about the Rams. Like, what what can you really take out of that game other than the Rams are really good? Rams went up thirty eight to nothing. They were able to do more or less whatever they wanted offensively. They were able to move the ball at will. Matthew Stafford another three hundred yard day, another three touchdown day, another zero interception day, zero sack day. He was really good. Cooper Cup gets in. Robert Woods gets in twice. Daryl Henderson gets in twice. But what does it really mean when you're playing against a team as bad as the Houston Texans, who, for my money, and I'm, I want to make this very clear, yep. I'm not being hyperbolic when I yep. say this. Sometimes I am guilty of hyperbole. I understand. That's the worst football team I've ever seen in my life. And, and they're, they, they're, they were good at nothing. Their defense was terrible. Their offense was terrible. They see. They, I guess if you give them credit for something, they, they competed a little bit. They were trying. But I have never seen a team with as little talent as that Houston Texans team. So it's hard to extrapolate what the Rams did other than they beat up on a really bad team. I almost find it, um, I almost find it offensive. I, f- I take it personal that you think the Houston product you watched yesterday <laughs> was worse than the Houston product I watched last yeah, night at Staples Center. that wasn't great either. How did those line up that wasn't exactly great. the same? You think they're worse than OKC? Uh, okay, this is unfortunate <laughs> here. Houston's only win this year. OKC. Yeah. OKC's not a good team. OKC came back by 26 against the Lakers. Okay, but put that to the side for a quick second. What can you take away yesterday from the Rams? You know, they they, they finished that three-game stretch. I know people are going to say, oh, well, why is that impressive? Okay, yeah, they beat the Giants. They beat the Lions. They beat um, the Houston uh, the Houston Texans. Listen, I, I, I think it's you know how easily, when you're as good a, of a team as the Rams are, you can have bad nights? You know how easily you can have a bad Sunday and maybe a couple of these games you're just so disinterested? We use the Lakers. Lakers are incredibly disinterested in some of these games. At least the Rams went out. They won three in a row. There was never a true threat in any of these games. And you walked away saying, we're mm-hmm. healthy. Yes. We're ready for the back half of the schedule. They're sitting at 7-1. Seven and 7-1. One. One. I mean, it's a it's a, that's the thing I take away from yesterday that they put they were able to put a bow 
on the first eight games, walked away seven and one, and took care of the teams that they're supposed to take. They care are of. in the mix for the two or three or four or five best teams in the conference, and that's all you can ask for at the halfway point. Where the, the schedule gets far more challenging. Although, you know, it's funny, we were talking about the Sunday night game coming yeah. up against Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. That by the way, Tennessee number one seed in the AFC. They are a good football team. Things just changed. Derrick Henry is probably it's not a, it's not official yet, but it looks Could very be out likely for the season. that he's done for the season. Mm-hmm. And that Tennessee team without Derrick Henry goes from a tough matchup, especially for a Rams defense that is not particularly stout against the run. They're okay, but Derrick Henry would have been able to do a whole bunch of work, but doesn't look like he's going to be there. I think what you take away, if you're a Rams fan, fantastic start to the season. Your organization is spending all their attention on where they are today, and they're not as concerned about tomorrow. If you're a team that's rebuilding, you worry about those draft picks, the Rams are going all in. Yep. Look, that's it, right? And here's the deal. You, you've said it before. The Dodgers at the trade deadline, they need a pitcher. Okay, Freaking Max went Scherzer, all in. You know what? While we're over here in the store, let's just, just grab just give Trey, me Trey Turner. Turner uh, let's go for it. Didn't work out, but you love that they go for it. Lakers, same thing. The the Rams basically treat draft can you, picks can you, like they're in Vegas. Like, you, yeah, here, here's two more. Can what you do imagine? I care? You know how you say that for the Dodgers it didn't work out. Can you imagine if they did not make that trade? Scherzer and Trey Turner? Well. I'm saying, can you imagine how the rest of the season would have played out, right? I think all of a sudden it depends where Scherzer goes, everything else. The Giants run away with the division. It's not oh, even for, close. Yeah. Now it's a question of, you know, what wild card game are you in and Can are you, you out in that? rotation for the first round against the Giants is what you're asking at that point, right? Because Scherzer's not there. Mm-hmm. Kershaw is hurt. Bauer's not there. Mm-hmm. So you've got Gonsolin and Urias, and then we got to figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah, Bueller and yep. Urias, and then maybe throw Gonsolin in. That, you know, he wasn't particularly good along the way. But but they went all in, they, they, and, they, and, and so obviously the, the Rams are doing the same and, thing. And, so. and the Lakers as well. Yeah. they got some very bold executives. We'll talk about that coming up in a little bit. Uh, DeMarco Farr is going to check in with us coming up next. We'll get his thoughts on the trade, what that means for the Rams' defense. Plus, we'll get into the Lakers playing against the other Houston team that is absolutely and terrible. And if you didn't get enough – Houston Rockets you get them again tomorrow who can't get enough of the Houston Rockets it's just it's an insatiable desire to watch as much a scouting Houston, port ready to go Houston Rockets basketball as possible that's all coming up Travis Lee 710 ESPN and this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What is he talking about? Why does he got to do that? (laughs) It was really more of a Dodgers comparison. (laughs) Yeah, was you going made. all in at the trade yeah. deadline. Yeah, look, the Lakers went all in. It wasn't at the trade Damn deadline. You, Chris, <laughs> they went and got Westbrook. They uh, they made a move. They're all in too. But the Rams, this is this is what they do now. The Rams go and make a trade at the deadline, and not like, hey, let's get some offensive line depth. But they've picked up Jalen Ramsey. They've picked up Dante Fowler. So and- what what happened? So in in let's say three four years, do you really start feeling the? It's great, or you just keep trading them further and further down the road for proven commodities like they did today. Von yeah. Miller is coming to Los Angeles to join the Rams. A second and a third round pick going back the other way. Joining us right now is the Super Bowl champion sideline reporter for your Los Angeles Rams, Demarco Farr. Joining us right now, Demarco. Good morning. How you feeling? Well, 
What's happening? First of all, that is taunting by Chris. <laughs> well, what else is new? Taunting. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, DeMarco. It's a 15-yard penalty. Absolutely. No That's question about it. It's a 15-yard <laughs> penalty, and to be honest with you, I don't think we play him next week. I think I think he's suspended <laughs> well, for a week. Sweet, if you took a liberty and hit him right under the chin, I, I wouldn't. I'd pay your fine. <laughs> there you go. I heard I, he, Demarco's going to write the check. It's, awesome. it's all good from there. So, let's start right here. Let's start with some uh, straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Did you know that there was something in the works, Demarco? Did you think that they were looking at a player? Man. Okay, Trav, so we're in the booth, we're, we're in Houston, and this is post-game, and we're, this is the post-mortem. And basically what we're talking about is how bad Houston is and how far they've fallen, and you've got to get rid of uh, Watson to get started, to get out from under this mess. And when I get up to the booth, um, a, a guy who shall remain nameless, and he, he has initials for names, uh, <laughs> mentioned something about Von Miller. And I'm like, there's no way in hell that mm. Denver is going to trade Von Miller. There's no way. There's no way they would get rid of Von Miller. And sure enough, on Monday, here we are talking about Von Miller. So uh, something was in the works. Something had happened. Um, and here we are. So either way, it's great. This is your Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray insurance. Uh, now, if you're Cliff Kingsbury, you've got three guys to worry about coming the other way. You've got to block Leonard Floyd. You've got to block Aaron Donald. And now you've got to block Von Miller. Um, this is scary. This is a football team going all in to win it in their own stadium this year. This is awesome. DeMarco, what, what does it say about, you know, Trav and I were trying to kind of think, okay, what happens a couple years from now? Do you just keep cashing in these, okay, you know what, let those picks go, let those – is that something to even think about? And is – do you put your franchise in a position, and both Travis and I agree that this is it's fantastic to watch an organization go all in when they think they're right there, but are they thinking two, three, four years down the road, or you just don't do that because if you get that opportunity to win a Super Bowl at SoFi Stadiums where the Super Bowl is going to be played, all that stuff just doesn't matter right now? Is that is that safe to say? Well, you know what? To be honest, I'll let the gentlemen speak for themselves. Um, Sean McVay and Lesney do a great job of talking for themselves. But being around them, uh, the last thing I want to ask Sean McVay on any given day of the week is, hey, let's talk about two or three years down the road. Mm-hmm. He will give me the blank stare because he's <laughs> not like that. He's thinking about the right now. Lesney the same way. Lesney kind of blocks out the future and only thinks of the present. Um, I think that's great. I think that's how you should be. I still think this is residual from the Super Bowl in New Orleans when you were that close to getting it done. So now that the Super Bowl is in your house, uh, yeah, this is a a group that's unafraid to pull the trigger on some big moves. I heard you talk about Jalen Ramsey. So Mm -hmm. even more so now, the Super Bowl is here. SoFi was built for Super Bowl. Mm. You want to make sure you put your best foot forward to get there. So if you can get a guy like Von Miller – Heck yeah. Do it every single time, twice on Sunday. DeMarco Farr joining us here on Travis and Sliwa. And, and DeMarco, does this make them the front runner? Obviously, we're about the halfway point. There's a million games to go. A million things can happen. But it feels like there are five teams in the NFC that have kind of separated themselves from the pack. Did the Rams separate themselves from that group of five and put themselves at the top of the list? I don't know separate, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure this move got Aaron Rodgers' attention in Green Bay. I'm sure this move, I'm sure it got Arizona's attention. So things have changed. Uh, you're going to have to reevaluate how you thought you were going to attack the Rams in this division or out of it. So 
uh, when you talk about playoffs, if you want to get through the NFC, you're going to have to go through Kyler Murray uh, once in the regular season, possibly in the postseason. You're going to have to see Aaron Rodgers. So think of how last season ended when Aaron got a little banged up. Uh, Aaron Donald got banged up. You couldn't get to Aaron Rodgers, and they just got past you. Well, now it's a little bit different. So your left tackle, your right tackle, both guards – now are put on front street against what's coming the other way. Mm. And think about this. Think about if the Rams, and you're getting, I'd say you got a pass this week because maybe Derrick Henry won't be there. So think if the Rams lock up the first round by and they're the number one seed and you got to come through L.A. in that place when it's loud with Donald, with Von Miller, and, and Leonard Floyd. I don't care what offense you have. You're, you're going to have to change it on game day. Uh, you don't have enough pass protectors to stop those guys from getting to your quarterback. DeMarco, very quickly, does the addition of Vaughn Miller help the secondary, you know, put Jalen Ramsey in a separate category, but it seems like that's been a little bit of a soft spot for them, just getting pressure on the quarterback. How much does it help those other three guys? Big time. I mean, think about it. Uh, If a quarterback has an egg timer, um, you're going to have to speed up now. You really are. Um, You're going to have to really think about your protections. If you thought you can fan out and block four with five, well, okay, now you've got two guys that are going to get beat one-on-one. Von Miller's going to win on the left side, and Aaron's going to win wherever he is, and Leonard Floyd, and I assume they're going to move him around and, and let him be the jack. So they'll be able to play games if you're Raheem Morris. He'll find ways to get all four of those guys, or all three of those guys, going towards your quarterback on every single passing play. So absolutely, that's going to help your secondary. And, oh, by the way, if you're a quarterback and makes the wrong choice and you throw it to number five, it could go back <laughs> for six the other way. DeMarco, the second half of the season here, I'm just curious to get your expectations. The way you just set it up, this is obviously a team that not only is going all in, they'll be one of the favorites on a short list to get uh, to get to the Super Bowl. You got games against San Francisco, at San Francisco, at Green Bay. You still got to place, uh, still got to face Arizona. What, what do you expect from this Rams team? And I think how much has that changed now after this trade? But what, what are your expectations the rest of the way? Well, number one, you got to get better. Um, you should have been up 21 nothing early in that game versus Houston, and you had some breakups. I mean, you absolutely marched the length of the field, but uh, you came away with just 10 points. So there's some things you have to work on, special teams you have to work on. So this is still a work in progress. This is not over. This just helps your chances. This changes the math for everybody else that's playing you. So advantage Rams, but, you know, advantage means nothing if you don't play well. DeMarco Farr, he's on the sidelines for every Rams game. He is a Super Bowl champ. DeMarco, always enjoy talking Thank with you. DeMarco. Thanks so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, if you want me to check out Chris, let me know. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, going to send you his address. Yeah. You can go. I, I, yep. I work for free. <laughs> I, I have his social security number, too, if you can get into some of his accounts. <laughs> Slee wants you to do, like, identity theft, and not, not like physical assault. Yeah, I don't want him to know. I don't want him to know what hit him. No. I'm basically Rocky. Call me when you need a thumb broken. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, DeMarco. Thank you, man. Yeah, I love what he said. He goes, that got About Kyler Murray's part? attention. No, not oh, so okay. much that. Okay. The, the, the Kyler Murray part, the Aaron Rodgers part. That Think about it. Okay, you walk up to the line of scrimmage. Where's 99? Okay, he's over there. Where's Jalen Ramsey? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, he's over there. Where's Von Miller? Oh, okay, he's over here. Leonard Floyd has been getting to the quarterback over and over and over again. And that's without Von Miller on mm-hmm. the field. And now you got Miller out there as well. Aaron, Aaron Donald's always going to get two guys. You're, if, if you try to block him with one guy, you're not going to be able to do that for very long. Jalen Ramsey is going to take up all of the, the your best wide receiver. He's basically erased from the game. This is a really good sign. I know that the secondary was the thing at the top of a lot of people's list. Yeah. This helps the secondary 
Because instead of having two and a half seconds to throw the ball, I got one. I can cover somebody for a second and a half. I can't do it for two and a half. There you go. That's the difference because Von Miller's now all of a sudden in somebody's face. And again, we said this early on. Von Miller cannot be the focus of another team, right? You can't just say, okay, because this is what's happened. You I, know, hope, God, I hope he is. Right, but, <laughs> right if then, that's the case. But that's the point is for the Denver Broncos, you can walk into a game against Denver and say, okay, we've got to watch Von Miller. Mm-hmm. You can't do that against the Rams because all these other weapons. So now all of a sudden, Von Miller's maybe more in one-on-one situations or predicaments. Obviously, it's advantageous. Yeah, the Rams are all in, right? They they did it. But DeMarco said a minute ago, too, which I think is really smart. This is not just a response to, hey, we got a good chance this year. This is a little bit of a response to when we were in Atlanta a few years ago for the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. And keep in mind, while that game was not a great football game, it was ten to three or seven to three in the fourth quarter. The Rams had a chance to win that game in the fourth quarter. You get that close and you don't get it done. That taste sticks with you for a minute, and they keep trying. You've seen these other teams that go to the Super Bowl and lose, and usually it's a it's a death spiral after that. Not for this Rams group; well, they've been great. And maybe there's something because Demarco kept mentioning this. SoFi is built for Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. SoFi is built for big time events. If you can give fans your if team you're a Charger player, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and uh, we need to call timeout because the other cra- hey guys. The, let's the go home- to the, let's go to the silent count. Yeah, but we're the home team. Just go to the silent count. There's a lot of Patriot fans in the building. But but think about that. Demarco <laughs> mentioned this a couple times about how because it's at SoFi, the Super Bowl is obviously here. To, if you can give your squad a chance every single day, it seems like they're just trying to think. All we're worried about is can we help out for tomorrow? We're not worried about two years from now, three years from now. Super Bowl is at SoFi, and if we, if you said right now, pick one team in the NFC that you think is going to get to the Super Bowl, even if it's not the Rams, you're not going two teams or three teams down the list before you're mentioning the Rams. Nope, they're off to a 7-1 start. They look really good. The Lakers finally look a little bit more like themselves as well. That's two in a row, Slee. That's good news and very good news concerning Carmelo Anthony. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Von Miller is a ram, Slee. I'm going to keep saying that out loud until it sinks in and I can really start to wrap my hands around it. I love that they keep going for it. It's fantastic. You know what we're going to have to do one of these days? Mm. We'll have to kind of look at these executives for NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, but specifically just L.A. It's pretty unique. It's pretty unique what's – what's. I mean, you would have much larger history 
when it comes to Los Angeles. But, I mean, talk about going. They're not afraid to say, let's go. Let, let me throw in another team. You know, another team you could kind of throw on that hmm. list too? The Clippers. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Bombers was throwing out picks to, okay, Paul George, Kawhi, you know, all this. And I don't think that's going to change no, 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 in the near future. In. They are all in. It's like everyone is has to compete with themselves before they even look at the competition on the outside. Well, there's two, there's two ways to look at this. You're right. The Clippers should absolutely be in there because you have to be. What are your options? Let's say that you're the Clippers and you're just going to kind of especially the, those type those if you're not the, the Lakers yeah. or the Dodgers. No, for for sure you mm-hmm. you have to do it. If the Lakers are going all in and you're just saying, "Oh, we're going to build through the drink." Good luck. Good mm-hmm. luck ever getting anybody's attention. You know, a good example of trying to get these things done and making big moves and signing big names and spending a lot of money. Angels. Yeah, they yeah. just have picked the wrong guys. Yeah. Or they haven't been able to convince the right guys to come, namely guys that stand on that little dirt circle in the middle of the field. Sure, sure. They need a few of those guys yeah. to do it, but they're trying. They, I mean, they paid Anthony Rendon all that money. They've paid Trout. They got Otani. Right. Pool. They, they've mm-hmm. tried to make these things happen. They just haven't gotten the right guys. The Lakers, maybe they got some of the right guys. It finally looks like they finally ironed off some of the the, the wrinkles in their first couple of games. Two game winning streak. You know, it's what, what two game winning streak. Won four of their last five. What's the big deal? What more do you want? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I didn't know that Carmelo Anthony was going to need to score 25 points a night. I'm glad that he can. I'm glad that he has the ability to put the ball in the basket still. He clearly, the way. clearly does. But did you think that we were going to need Carmelo to be the leading scorer on this team to beat Houston? So this is this is what's weird. Let, let's actually even just take out the Houston game. So Lakers in at 4-3 and three right now. Game over 500. Let me point that out. It's the first time They're this rolling. season. We're over 500. Hey, it's better two than game we were a streak. week ago. Two game I'll winning streak. It. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Friday we were texting when Cleveland went up eight or something on like, Friday a night. Problem. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. What the going. hell's going on around I here? I think, I think fans are going to revolt. Um, but I, I say this because the Carmelo piece coming into the season, I don't know how you felt Carmelo was going to do. But I kind of just was like, yeah, okay, Carmelo's here, yeah, but it's not that, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I, I didn't pay much attention to it at all. I really didn't because I thought at best Carmelo's in his, and, and you could see how people are treated differently. Carmelo's in his 19th season, so I'm like, come on, the guy's 19 years into his mm-hmm. career. What are you really going to ask a guy to do? Now we don't say that about LeBron. We're like, oh well, he's 19 in. He's going to be top three MVP voting. Just, just go be one of the four or five best players in the league and carry your team. Yeah, so you could see the different classes here. <laughs> but Carmelo has started off the season amazing. It's been really good. I mean, it, it's kind of weird, too, at Staples Center. For those who have come to a Laker game, Laker home game so far, when Carmelo checks in, I'm like, what the— the guy hasn't been with the Lakers for 11 years. No, he gets, but he's a made dude in the league. He's a made dude. Yeah. But there's this— uh, even being a made dude, I'm like, damn, he gets a really, really nice, a nice uh, greeting from sure. Laker fans. I, I'll go back to when we were at Media Day, mm-hmm. right? And and I've done that a handful of times. And and this is not me being braggadocious, but yeah. just the, I've been doing this for a long time. You want to list out what years you did it? I, I've uh, been do you around wanna... <laughs> a long time. I've been around a lot of great athletes, mm-hmm. and very, very rarely anymore do I have the whoa, that's blankety blank. Mm-hmm. Had it with Carmelo. And LeBron, it's LeBron James. I don't care how many times you see LeBron. It's like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's LeBron James living and breathing right in front of me. But with Carmelo Anthony, I'd never been around him, never been, in, never interviewed him before. And when he sat down, he kind of looked like, wow, 
that's Carmelo Anthony. It's a big deal. And I think that's where the Laker fans are coming from. It's not just that, oh, yeah, I remember seeing him in Denver or with the Knicks or anywhere else. It's dude, That's Carmelo Anthony. He's the 10th all-time leading scorer in the league. He's or number nine now. Yeah, he, he's in, Moses. He's one of those dudes. Is it because... You know, maybe I've I've undervalued Carmelo. Maybe I just kind of watched his career and kind of see him as he went and been like, okay, yeah, that's a score. That's a guy that could put the ball in the bucket. But you know what? Early on, do you remember early in his career when there were conversations of Carmelo or LeBron? Who's going to have a better? You know, that just happens. Just if you're both drafted in the same class, maybe I just underappreciated Carmelo. But I'll tell you what what we're seeing right now so far. There's two parts of this. A, he's had an unbelievable start. He's averaging mm-hmm. just under 17 points a game. Three of the four wins that the Lakers have, Carmelo was a huge – not Integral. a, Integral. hey, you know what, he dropped 12 points and he had seven rebounds. 28 and one Which if he had 12 and seven, I'd be like, what a great night for Carmelo Anthony. He's dropping 25, 26, 28, 24, whatever it is that he's dropping. So three of these four games he's been critical. He's shooting over 50% from three, or 50 for, from three, 52% from the field. Um, I am beyond impressed what he's done so far. I don't know what my hesitancy here, but my question is, okay, is it really, I know like, how sustainable is, is it? Well, it's, it, that's part of it, but let's just say it is. Let's just stipulate that, okay, Carmelo's going to have a year where he shoots the ball really well, and he's going to give you 16 points a night. It mm-hmm. seems ambitious at this point, like for all the reasons that you mentioned, but... I think the reason that you're looking at it is the same reason I'm looking at it, kind of thinking, okay, Carmelo Anthony was supposed to be a break glass in case of emergency. Hey, you know what? Nobody can make a shot tonight. Let's bring Carmelo in here. Let's have him get – Spot-up shooter. (laughs) Attention goes to the other players. Yeah, and and he could come in and have a a night occasionally where, wow, Carmelo had 25 tonight. Didn't see that coming. As opposed to, hey, we're going to need Carmelo to get 20-plus points a game if we're going to win some of these games. And I know that the final score last night was not indicative of how the Lakers had that one in their back pocket, but – We've seen a lot of these games where Carmelo Anthony's getting key minutes down the stretch, having to make a bunch of shots, yeah. and having to score a lot of points, as opposed to just being a really nice additional piece for what you're doing. He's an important piece of your main rotation that if he doesn't perform at a high level, now what? That That's not what that was supposed to be. You know how we were talking about how how do you really assess the Rams after that after their game? Yes, I mean, What are you supposed to say about the game? They, they play Houston. It's arguably the worst team in the NFL. Just kind of go down the list. For the Lakers, I kind of feel like we're in a similar position. Carmelo's been great. I, I thought yesterday was a good example. LeBron had a game where, I don't know, it was like 15-8-7, or maybe it was 16-8, something like that. And you're like, okay, that's – no one will have a better all-around game than LeBron on a night-in-night-out basis. It's just not going to happen. Well, actually, no, Russ had a better all-around game. He was 29-8. and eight. That's unique for the Lakers that mm-hmm. somebody else can have a more all-round, a better all-round game than him. It's also unique that LeBron, I want to say, was the third leading scorer, maybe even fourth, because I think AD had 16 points, something along those lines. That the Lakers also have weapons to where it's not all on LeBron's shoulder, but I, I genuinely, it's difficult for me to take anything away from these last couple of games. Yeah, it, it is. And unlike the Rams, who just go out and pound the Giants and go out and pound the Texans and go out and beat the Detroit Lions. Lakers are kind of playing with their food a little bit and yeah. allowing these teams to hang around far longer and in some cases lose. So I think there is a little bit of something in there. There's not a ton in the Rams because, okay, a really good team beat a really bad team. Got it. If the if the Lakers had gone into Oklahoma City and 
gone up by 26 and won by 23. Yeah, good team, beat a bad team. There's not a whole lot there. That's not really what happened. They kind of let these teams hang around a little bit. All right. It's Monday. Post-football Monday. It's Ask Slee is coming up next. Ask Slee coming up next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pretty stoked for Astley today for a variety of reasons. Number one, I just love it. Yep. Number two, it's always fun after a weekend. It's a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. And we have an in-person over-the-phone Astley. Don't forget, you can do your Astley live. 877-710-ESPN like Ryan in La Jolla has decided to do. Ryan, you are going first on Astley today. What do you got? Hey, what's up, fellas? I'm actually I'm I'm in Houston. I flew out here to watch our Rams play. Uh, the only thing more boring than the Texans might be that stadium. Um, but anyway, hey, you should stay a couple more nights when the Rockets road trip ends. You could check them out in Houston as well, Ryan. I, I should do it's that. Really I'm, good. I'm, I'm, my uh, my boy Chris Morales told me to make sure I head back to Hobby, so I'm trying to catch an Uber. But uh, I may take you up on that. Uh, hey. Just because I saw the stadium for the first time, my question is this, Lee. Outside of Los Angeles, what's a stadium that you've been to that you were just blown away by? Any sport, doesn't matter. Good Hashtag question. Astley. It's a good Love question, you buddy. Thank you, man. Good job. Uh, All right, original Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that's a good one. Did you go through Monument Park in the outfield? Yep, and it was the last – it was the final year that they were – it was the year they're going to be – their final year at that stadium. They're building the new one. Original Yankee Stadium. I was just like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, hard to beat. That, this is that, unbelievable. That's a great one. Fenway Park is a Fen- great one. Fenway, another one. The only thing with Fenway, the only reason why I say it's still there, yeah, and just the fact that Yankee Stadium, the original Yankee Stadium, is gone. But you, you, I've never been to Wrigley, been on the outside. So I've been to Wrigley a number of times. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, ten or twelve times. Yeah. It's fine. It's not on the level of those. I just, it just doesn't hit me the way that those others mm-hmm. do. And I get that that's blasphemous as a baseball person, yeah. but it just, it doesn't. Close, close number two. A sports arena, San Diego. It's just gorgeous. Is that still there? Still there. No. <laughs> on like Rosecrans. It's just in the middle of the like a strip mall now, too. It's the weirdest place it's in like, the world. It's like go get your dry cleaning and go see a concert. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's a different look. All right, let's San go. Diego not doing very well with their stadiums. Petco's nice. Petco's nice. And the new Aztec football stadium is gonna be pretty it sweet is too. Built for ninety eight people. <laughs> well, that's about how many sold out crowd. <laughs> Go Aztec. No, it's actually good. Good for that it's school. Perfect. Thirty, we'll thirty-five. Take the trolley like from that. campus. Yeah. It's going to be. A, it's going to be a good setup. All right, Zach, which is a, a new name here. I like this. Whose job would you rather have, Woj or SVP? Hashtag Asli. That's a good question. I think I know the answer. I don't know if. I don't know which one. I think you're thinking one way, but I'm going to go the other okay. way. Okay, which one you Scott want? Scott Van Pelt. You do. Yeah, I think. I think the SVP would. I thought be... you'd go NBA. No, because you kind of sit there and. You know, he, he looks like he puts together, and he does. He's got such a great personality, puts together a good show. Guests are always lined up. He's kind of shooting the you-know-what. He kind of gets off of sports topics for a little bit. I think that's a more enjoyable job. I saw Woj a couple days ago. By, by the way, it's kind of funny. 
who did who were the Lakers playing? Maybe it's a game against Memphis, Memphis early I in think. the season. Yeah. One of those. It's funny, just kind of like observe Woj. I'm like, this dude is just the man. Yeah, just always on his phone too, He's doing working. his thing. He's working. It and, seems and so, Woj seems like serious business. Van Pelt is serious business, but there's some fun mixed into it. But Woj, it's like, I don't know. He doesn't think of the best person covering the NBA, breaking every single story, all the stuff. Woj looks like just a regular dude that I'm letting in front of me at Ralph's at the grocery store. <laughs> all right, let's go to Dave is next. He's the man. <laughs> if you see someone out walking a large dog, okay. do you say... Who's walking who here? <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story? Can I tell you a funny story? So, rookie, right? Got a golden retriever. Uh-huh. This dude's going to, he's probably going to end up being 90 pounds, something like that. He's already maybe 45, 50 pounds. He's okay. eight months old, okay? I'm not kidding. I don't know what the hell's going on here. I need Basically, I need a dog trainer because I don't know why this guy thinks when we go walking, the, the end of the rope that I'm holding, his leash he thinks, oh, I'm supposed to bite that. <laughs> so you could be crossing the street, and this guy is just jumping around like a rabbit. People looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? You can't train your dog? I, I have I, I have no idea what's going on with this guy. <laughs> I just like envisioning you in your neighborhood being like the suburban dad or whatever it is. Like when he's so your neighbor's out watering his lawn, and yeah. you come back and go, how much do you charge to do mine? Like I just picture you <laughs> throwing out all of those, hey, who's walking who here? I, I really enjoy the visual of you I have being not that done guy. that, but I want to do that soon. Like I want that to be me just naturally. <laughs> do Slee and Lady Slee share an Amazon account, and how many packages arrive per week? No, separate accounts. Separate accounts. Yeah. How often is the Amazon delivery at your door? A couple times a week. That's it? And I'm not ordering anything. <laughs> and they do the whole just knock once and then they're gone. It took me a while to understand that. Yeah. I'm like, well, you could have said hi. You could have stopped by. <laughs> you get to know him? Said hello. Hey, I'm Alan. Nice to meet you. Where are you from? How long have you where been you going at Amazon? This is a normal street to use? You're filling in for someone else. How is it heavy true is it where right you say turns? that I'm not going to deliver it to your front door? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if uh, we didn't have an Amazon delivery every day, they'd do a well check on our house because there's usually six or seven things at the front door by the time I get home. <laughs> I leave a lot. Like, I'll go get what I... Not in my house. No. No, it is an open account that everybody shares. I think All I'm right. still in 1996. <laughs> Does This is from Drew in West LA. Does Alan rub his palms together and hold them in front of a fire? <laughs> Hashtag Ashley. So are you the mm, nice yeah. and warm? Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> yeah, I think I am. Yeah. I think that one kind of hits me. Look, I told you I'm, I'm a camping guy. I enjoy you, camping. You, you do go like out camping. A couple days uh, you know, you go to Sequoia, somebody it gets it gets chilly. You got to get the hands a little bit together, as if you're washing your hands with soap. But there's no feels soap. so good. You say, but you say, ah, oh, that feels really good. Oh, how uh, about that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew went back to back. <laughs> Does Slee uh, say, fun. "quote We came at the right time when the line starts to form behind 100%. him"? <laughs> no question about it. How about that timing? Uh, no question about it. This is so good. All right, let's see. I got one more here. Uh, it's movie night at the Slee household. This is from John in Huntington Beach. Which three snacks are you buying at the grocery store? Popcorn. Okay. Got, I need some kind of a chocolate, so I'm going to do some kind of dark chocolate. So whether it's the the Reese's one that we were talking sure. about that they sell at the uh, Trader Joe's, yeah. but it's going to be dark chocolate. It could be those just dark chocolate covered 
almonds. Those how they, again they have there. So I got chocolate. I got some popcorn. So I got uh, one thing missing. The you got, you next got one's a salty. Be, you got a sweet. The next one's it's an easy one for me. I'm getting those uh, either some type of licorice Twizzler, one of those that's kind of comes into the mix. I don't think this would qualify. We the bottle of wine or some beers. That's a different category, right? Different category. Yeah, I'm right. assuming they were just saying from a food perspective. All right, one more here, please. That's a pretty good list right there. Please rank the fries. Crink, you might want to write this down so you don't forget anything. It's all everything's right here. I'm going to forget. Crinkle by the way. cut. Okay. Think Del Taco. Okay. Waffle fries, mm-hmm. think uh, Chick-fil-A. Yep. Steak fries. I don't know if anybody's selling steak fries out of a restaurant. I don't think that's a fast food thing. Or just, do they have re- uh, steak fries at Red Robin? Yeah, Red Robin's known for the steak fries. Okay, okay. steak fries at Red Robin, and, or just the OGs, just the sticks like you get at McDonald's. Curly. Cur- Jack in the Box makes a mean curly, curly fry. Curly fries. Sleep on that. Waffle fries, number two. And the other, it's amateur hour. No. Wherever they okay. come, they come. I, I like I'll your do two regular choices. fries after that. I'm fine with I like that. Your two, and then- don't sleep on a crinkle because the crinkle, like the Del, first of all, Del Taco has wonderful fries. I'm, mm-hmm. I will I will be a Del Taco French fry stand here for a minute. But the little authentic Ridge, Mexican food and they have fries. <laughs> it's it's not the first thing you said. It's fine, but that little crinkle cut on that potato owl allows mm-hmm. you to get a little more traction through whatever it is you're dragging mm-hmm. them through. Just. I've done the research. Hey, I'm listening. I've done the research along the way. All right. Uh, the Chargers, were we a little quick on that? Were we a little bit quick on the Chargers? I jumped the gun a little bit. Huh? I think maybe we did. Ashley is brought to you by Kia of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry on in to Kia of Carson for the best selection. Off the 405 at the Carson exit, go to kiaofcarson.com. Were we too quick on the Chargers? That's Plus uh, your phone calls. If you guys want to be a part of the show, obviously always welcoming. You want to talk Rams, you want to talk Chargers, or about the past weekend for the Lakers. 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710-ESPN.